Good morning and welcome. Hour number three begins. It is 8.06 time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's a happy hump day, Trump day, and a debate tonight without Trump. The other four will be there. Will it get whittled down further? I think there will be some fireworks, especially between former Governor Haley and our current Governor Ron DeSantis. I think there's, uh, it'll come to blows, well, you know, word-wise. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's get to it, because uh, we've got our Congresswoman Kat Kamek on the line, and good morning, Kat. How you doing? Hey, good morning, fellas. Just heading out to my first meeting of the day. Oh, my goodness. I know you're always on the run, so we'll get right to it. Uh, Is there a tie between some of the foreign cash that's coming in to our college campuses and some of these protests? Are they less organic uh, than we we think they are? Yeah, you know, I think that's a real problem that we have to pay attention to. When you think about the millions of dollars of foreign money coming into our universities, it's not just influencing the activities of students on campus, for example, like we've seen. And at my office in Gainesville, we've had two pro-Hamas protests at my office. In fact, they left me messages um, because they didn't want to protest when police were there. And my thought was, well, if you have nothing to hide, if you have nothing uh, that you're doing wrong, why would police presence bother you? But apparently that was a problem for them. But we've now been able to track some of the money that these pro-Hamas groups have been receiving to people like George Soros and some foreign entities. But beyond that, when you look at the curriculum and some of the things that are being taught on campus, some of the sympathies that may be um, elicited on campus, you're seeing where you have Middle Eastern countries paying millions of dollars in gifts to universities. So we actually had a, uh, a bill yesterday that was introduced. It's called the Deterrent Act, and it really cracks down on all the foreign cash that's flowing into our universities. And, of course, we know that college campuses today are very much a training ground for community activists that tend to be exceptionally liberal, the organizers uh, that, that tend to, once they graduate, get involved in more and more of the liberal left activities. So I think it's really important that we crack down on all that foreign cash being infused into the university system. There was a uh, House Committee on Education and the Workforce the other day, and, and a couple of uh, university presidents were there, uh, University of Pennsylvania, along with uh, uh, Harvard, Claudine Gay. And, you know, when really push comes to shove and talking about free speech and hate speech and all of that, Um, They try to say something along the lines of, well, it depends on the context and whether the speech turns into conduct that is actually killing Jews, which is ridiculous because if you're on a college campus saying, um, you know, let's go string up black people, that's going to be hate speech and it's going to be stopped. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, it should not be difficult. It should not be controversial for anyone, including and especially a university president to unequivocally condemn anti-Semitism. Violence against anyone is wrong. And for them to stutter and, and, and really struggle to answer basic questions at this hearing yesterday, that really speaks volumes of how far we have slipped away 
from just basic human decency. And I'm really, really concerned the fact that the Harvard University president had no problem with students on their campus standing there calling for an active genocide of an entire people. The whole notion that the, the saying of the, from the river to the sea mm -hmm. is anything but a call for extreme violence is absurd. And I think you saw it point blank, you know, Elise Stefanik, she said mm -hmm. in the hearing that it was absolutely shameful to put her on the record and ask her, can you, will you condemn this? It's absurd that she couldn't. There should have been a very quick, easy, yes, that is wrong. I condemn this. Props to Ben Sachs at University of Florida. Immediately after the October 7th attack, he put out a statement that was very clear, no gray area, said he would stand up for the Jewish students on campus. And of course, as you know, Bob, we have the largest Jewish student body in America at University of Florida. Yep. And so this was really, really important that we were leading in that front. But University of Pennsylvania, uh, NYU, Stanford, Harvard, Princeton, UCLA, shame on them for them having any sort of space, any sort of gray area where they will actually say, ah, you know, it's wrong, but, or, you know, the whole ceasefire thing, mm -hmm. sexual violence is, is terrible, but unacceptable, no gray area, full stop. Right on. Uh, I agree with that. And they're inconsistent. The left is once again, this time, you know, you can limit free speech because if it's conservative speech or pro-life speech or something, oh, there's just really no need for that. They're, they're, they clearly will limit free speech or dialogue on college campuses and not think a thing of it. But all of a sudden now, well, you wouldn't want to interfere with the free speech of somebody calling for genocide. So once again, the left's very inconsistent in their approach. Yeah, I mean, and, and think about this, Bob. We now have on TikTok a bunch of, I, I'm just going to call them morons, people that are saying, oh, I read Osama bin Laden's letter to America oh, yeah. and I'm shook. I am absolutely blown away. You know, I now understand why they did what they did on 9-11. In fact, they were justified because they have been oppressed. This is all around the same age group, the same demographic, and it is the continual perpetuation of victimhood that is taught on the college campuses. It is the notion that there is always going to be an oppressor that is holding you down. And that is the mindset that we have to break in this country because that is what is pulling us further and further to the left in every aspect of our society. And so it's that whole dependency and control victimhood mentality that we're trying to break. And it's one step at a time, one bite at a time when we're trying to eat the so-called elephant. Yeah, and, and, and some of these things that they're following or supporting wouldn't even allow them, if they were to be, you know, uh, put forward in our country, wouldn't allow them to even have the protests or the free speech. They they don't even get it from the, the very beginning. But I do want to ask you this before we go. Um, yeah. More light is being shed and more exposed on the Biden pseudonym emails. House Ways and Means yeah. Committee was exposing it via the IRS whistleblowers. Uh, what's your thought on these, what I would consider pretty damning emails? Exactly that, Bob. These are damning pieces of evidence that further confirm what we have suspected all along, that Biden was pay for play, and he is compromised. He had foreign cash going into his coffers, and he was selling influence in the White House. And, of course, the Robert L. Peters um, name that was used, mm -hmm. the 
executive privilege that by um, uh, Obama has refused to give up, we know that there is some really explicit examples of where there was business being conducted under the name that they claim was used for personal emails with family. We know that to be false because he was doing, we have uh, several hundred emails that prove he was doing business under that name. And so, again, all the more reason we have to get the thousands and thousands of pages of documents that we know they're holding on to. That's why the impeachment inquiry vote is coming up next week is going to be very important because it takes another excuse off the table as to why we cannot have access to those documents. If they have nothing to hide, they should have no problem turning that over to our body. Well, you've got those emails. You've got James uh, Comer's, uh, the bank records that he has pulled together from the Biden family business, et cetera. It seems like... uh, uh, I'm no lawyer, but uh, it looks like the building of a case. But uh, it is the president of the United States. We know there's going to be more than a pothole or two on the way to an impeachment, if there even is one. Uh, Congresswoman, always appreciate your time. Uh, stay safe uh, up there in D.C. Appreciate you guys. Have a great one. Talk to you next week. All right. Congresswoman Kat Kamek on The Bob Rose Show. Always appreciate that. We still have a ton of stuff we want to get to, including... Uh, Tonight, will we see one or two candidates drop out of the GOP race? Hmm. Hmm. We'll we'll shed some light on that coming up on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. I want to issue a national, if not international, warning to our Israeli friends. Joe Biden is betraying you. And Antony Blinken is betraying you. Six weeknights on 97.3, The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. 821. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top stories tonight, debate. And then there were four other than the guy way ahead. (laughs) Yeah. More on that coming up. Also, uh, Joe Biden's emails via this alias that was exposed a while ago by the whistleblowers uh, from the IRS. Well, uh, this stuff really does highlight the family business. I mean, there, there's no denying it. So how will most of the media treat this story? The left mm. of center media, they'll just pretend like that never happened at the House Ways and Means Committee, maybe never even had a meeting and expose this. We'll see. But tonight on stage, you've got four hopefuls. Uh, you've got Governor Nikki Haley, former governor, I should say, our Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. You've got New Jersey uh, Governor Chris Christie, and then you got the uh, anti-woke businessman Vivek Ramaswamy. Is anybody going to drop after this thing? And a lot of it, well, there's poll numbers and there is donations. Mm-hmm. So there you go. poll numbers yep. and money numbers, it, it's, it is that simple. If you don't have the funding, you really can't continue. You don't have a staff. You can't right. run ads. You... It's just, uh, you know, the the return will diminish as the money diminishes, et cetera. So need to get the interest of people. But, you know, large donors, unfortunately, Hmm. if you want to stay in the race. And that's where it gets a little tricky because apparently a large Democrat donor just gave to Nikki Haley's campaign. Look for Governor DeSantis to really go after her on that. So there could be some highlights because I believe his campaign has also accepted – 
some may be similar, some Democrat money. And so they'll they'll go back and forth on that one. That'll be interesting. But at the end of the day, I don't know, can all four continue to hang? I mean, Ramaswamy, Mm -hmm. I guess if he's, you know, digging into his own cash. Right. He could probably hang it really maybe as long as he wants to. But without certain numbers and certain criteria and standards, they don't allow you to make the the, the big stage. So, Christie's uh, mm. donors called and said, "Look, we're going to continue to support you, but we're not going to pay for the buffet." <laughs> to which Chris Christie said, "Well, then I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, I, the only reason he's even around at all, oh, man. This whiny, snivelly little baby. He's like. Oh. He's not even tough enough to be a bully. And when I say that, um, I mean, a real, you know, a bully is not tough, but they put up the facade. Mm -hmm. He's so weak. Christy is. How weak is he? He's so weak. He can't even put up a tough guy facade. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? He can't. In other words, when he tries tries to be a tough guy, you just look at him like, is that coming out of your mouth? Because and I'm not just making a comment about his weight. Just him. He's he's somebody that you would definitely say is soft. Yes. He's soft. And so when somebody who is soft tries to play it tough, yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of amusing, actually. I mean, it's his only reason for being. You know what I mean? When he reads Rick Warren's book, at the end of it, he goes, oh, I'm here to glorify myself and, uh, and uh, try to slam Trump. Wow. Really? You want that on your headstone? Is that going to be it? Is that what you did? I tried to stop Donald J. Trump from becoming uh, a dictator. And already the news, even Fox, is kind of butchering that that soundbite up a little bit. Yeah. With with uh, Trump saying, yeah, I'd be a dictator for one day. Chop. To drill, drill, drill and, yeah. you know, and to make the border strong again. But that's what would yeah. happen. The editing would make it sound like, yes, I'm going to be a dictator uh, for one day or something. Mm-hmm. He was totally joking. Everybody got the point. But yeah. then again, people aren't tuned in directly. They get everything through a filter. Choose your filters wisely. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And Jerry, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. This, these debates have uh, fewer and fewer participants and uh, mm-hmm. people watching and uh, seems the RNC would have a lot better ways to spend money since we really know who the nominee is. But uh, I'm just – I don't understand. It seems to be the anyone but Trump part of the GOP. The Rona McDaniel's uncle there, Mitt, just admitted he'd vote for a Democrat before he'd vote for Trump. So I'm suspicious of the whole thing. You know, that, that's a good point. I forgot yeah. that uh, they are related by marriage, Rona McDaniel and Mitt Romney. I forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is true. And, yeah, you have to wonder. I know it's not a perfect world, and everybody's got their own opinions, and they have their person that they want to see win. But as you see things starting to line up now, there is no catching Trump. There's no catching him. Um, there's nothing damaging that could come out where his supporters, because I'm one of them, <laughs> is going to say, you know, that's it. That's the last straw. It's just not going to happen. The more they go after him, the more I'm dug in I am and everybody else who supports him. So why doesn't uh, the RNC, why don't they count their blessings and be happy that they have a true and real viable candidate who's already done the job, 
who already knows where a lot of the skeletons are, and and he is extremely popular already, you don't have to try to uh, push a newbie in there. Yeah, they should all solidify and rally around Trump, but yeah, there's egos and other interests involved, isn't there? Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Lars from Mars, you're on the air. Good morning, Bob. Uh, you mentioned uh, poll numbers. You mentioned donor money numbers. There's one big number, though, that's going to be the biggest obstacle all to all four of these people, and that's the Trump numbers. Have a good morning. Yeah. The There's Trump that. numbers. Mm-hmm. They could be huge. Did I wish everyone a happy hump day, Trump day? I did, but if you didn't hear it, that's for you. Oh. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Halfway through the week. Come on. We can make it. More on the headlines, more information. It's all coming your way. Stay tuned to News Talk 97.3 The Sky. We stand. America will stand. Stand with Israel. War. People are criticizing Israel. We still stand by and say nothing. Are you kidding me? The fight against terrorism in Israel. We didn't want this war. Missiles and drones. It was forced upon us. Get breaking news on the sky. Ramped up airstrikes. No Iran continues to support Hamas. Hear about it first. Ground operation. Israel will finish it. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Live and local, you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Thank you. We appreciate your support, meaning me and Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Hey there. It is, uh, what did I say? It's about 36 right now and uh, a little chilly start to your morning. Chilly today, hot tamale. That's your forecast. Keep that in mind. Hey, what happened to Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, he got hurt during the football game the other night. Is he going to be back? Is he going to be back? He suffered a high ankle sprain. And uh, those can be nasty. Those can be nasty, and they also sometimes can be dealt with. I guess it really depends. They're not putting a timetable on it, and uh, they don't think it's anything that needs surgery, at least not initially when they're now that they're getting a good look at it. So hopefully, you know, it does damage to the ligaments, the sprain. And uh, usually it involves the ligaments that connect two major bones in the ankle. When the tibia is connected to the fibula. That's, see, that's how my son got into medical school. <laughs> I sang to him. In contrast to a typical ankle sprain, which is typically known as a low ankle sprain, which are ligaments mostly on the outer side of the ankle and a little bit lower in uh, anatomic location shall we say. Uh, Bottom line is, don't know when he'll be ready to play again. I guess this will be a a kind of a day-by-day thing. So hang in there, Jags fans. Hang in there. Even though they lost in overtime, I still won the pool because they scored enough points. That was the, that's what saved me. And I'm happy about that. All right. President Joe Biden was speaking to uh, donors in Weston, Massachusetts, which I give you the location because, well, Joe probably is unsure of it. And uh, basically what he said was, he said this to donors, which he knows is going to go, I would 
assume he knows it's going to go out everywhere because I thought it was funny when I heard it, so I'm sharing it with you if you haven't heard it yet. But he said that if former President Donald Trump were not running for re-election, that he would probably not seek another four years. Joe Biden, he said that. What, what do you make of that? I'm only running because that guy that I really hate is running? That's odd. It is odd. I'm only running because Trump's running. So if Trump, for whatever reason, just dropped out, would Biden drop out? Well, he kind of gave the impression that it was too late to do that, mm. but that doesn't mean that the party couldn't do something or his health could be an excuse. Wait, this just in. Yes. Governor Newsom said if they really need him, oh, he can help out. What a guy. Isn't what a he? helper. <laughs> he's not just pretty hair. No, he's so much more. He's the whole French laundromat $300 a, a plate guy while everybody else is under lockdown. Biden suggested in 2019 that he would not run for re-election if he won the 2020 election. But according to his Tuesday remarks, it seems Biden believes he's the only Democrat who can defeat the evil dictator, Donald Trump, the authoritarian. They've got nothing. The left has nothing. What are they going to run on? The economy? Uh, Inflation? Gas and oil prices, even though they're coming down, people's memories aren't quite that short. And they know overall, Biden's still pushing the whole EV thing, which I think most Americans find irritating. Not that EVs are bad and not that continually trying to help that market is a terrible thing. It's not. It's when you mandate. It is when you force feed, especially when I mentioned earlier today that there are literally billions of dollars Billions of dollars that bipartisanly were agreed upon to put in charging stations around the country to add to the infrastructure. It is sorely behind even if they don't sell electric cars to to the degree in which, you know, Biden and Newsom would like to promote. There's still going to be a huge need. There's already a need. And this money was already set aside back in 2021. And Biden and the Democrats, I mean, I don't know whose job is it to say, hey, grab some shovels. Hmm. Hey, you know, grab a pair of wire snips and get to work. Whose department is that? Right. And why isn't something, is it Department Mm -hmm. of Transportation? Where's the little Mayor Pete at? Where's he putting on his big boy pants still? Is he (laughs) breastfeeding his baby? What's he doing? Could be. be. Get back to work, Pete, and get uh, get this process underway. And And look, and this is coming from a guy at, I'm not a huge fan of the EV thing, but I'm not an enemy of it. I'm like, hey, let the market decide. People that have, there's some people that have electric vehicles, they love them. Talk to a couple people and their Teslas, oh, they wouldn't give them up for anything. It is interesting that Tesla, you know, part of it was an infrastructure with a lot of charging stations kind of involved in the whole process. Um, But now, if it's going to be a mainstream type thing, yeah, you've got to provide that. Because that is the huge drawback. How do I charge my batteries? Where do I charge my batteries? Oh, and then the the other one, which they don't talk much about, is how much will it cost me to charge my batteries? Oh, it's going to be way less than gas. But once demand on electric goes up, 
But, but, but even that is not necessarily true in some areas. You start pumping that thing up with GRU electricity. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Tier three, anyone? Yes, thank you. <laughs> you could have bought a handmade Bentley for the same money. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Wayne, you're on the air. Hey, Bob. Uh, it makes sense that Biden said he wouldn't run if Trump were not running because since they both are, they can use the warehouse full of pre-printed ballots they had left over from last time. But if it weren't Trump, those are useless. Thanks, Bob. I never, wow. even, I never even thought of that. However, those ballots might also have Mike Pence's name on them. Ruh-roh. Oh, no. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't even talked about who the running mate might be lately. No, but I did see a thing where it was alleged that Pence may be, like, state witness against uh, Trump in some— oh. Might be the insurrection thing or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah no I'm hearing there. rumblings about that. But no uh, yeah, I mean, is it definitely the Biden Kamala ticket for sure? Is that locked in? And then with Trump, we haven't heard about Scott lately. No, know, since he's kind of dropped off the radar. Oh, Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were throwing Rick Scott in there. Oh, no. no. Okay. No. All right. Yeah, the Tim Scott was the one mm-hmm. that I early on I said that right. uh, would make a lot of sense, but. Uh, who knows? And he's not throwing his support behind anybody yet. No. So, hmm. Tonight might give you some indication of what's going to happen next, because tonight is a debate uh, between the, the four. I don't know how else. How else do you want to say it? The group of four. The yeah. the second. The, how, how do you put How do you say it? Four I mean, left standing. Yeah, but you've got. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the, Trump's so far ahead. Yeah, is there a like, concise way in which we can say? I mean, without mm, saying the four yeah, leftovers, four yeah, wannabes, four yeah, also rans. I mean, there's bad. no reason to be derogatory, right? Everybody else. Oh, speaking of derogatory, yes. There's a there's a transition. Uh, former Representative Liz Cheney. Oh, speaking of. Oh, she always has some whoppers, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. And she is on such a, um, you know, a, a format, such a news outlet. There's such a high rate of credibility. You might have heard of it, MSNBC. Oh. <laughs> she said that a former President Donald Trump's depravity of watching the violence on January 6th and not tell people to leave proves his criminal intent oh, in the legal goodness. cases against him. Depravity deplorable hmm i wonder where she got the idea for a d word maybe from a d Mm. ah thanks hillary yeah you and liz are two little peas in a pod now aren't you huh 845 on the bob rose show greg cassidy's here and it's a happy hump day trump day more to come on 97.3 the sky I want to win. 10 p.m. Nice. I want to win more than I want to be petty. I want to win more than I want to moan because conflict, ESG, we won't have any incomes to tax. On 97.3. The Sky. It is a happy hump day, Trump day. Good morning, my friends. It is 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And uh, former President Trump was in Iowa campaigning and uh, also did a town hall that they ran last night on uh, Sean Hannity. Of course, he hosted it. 
And um, he came out swinging with the, with the crowd. He says, I'm going to win Iowa. He said, hundreds of billions of dollars in taxes and tariffs from China. I gave the farmers $28 billion. That's why I'm going to win Iowa. My people say, please, sir, don't, don't keep saying you're going to win Iowa. You sound so really horrible, crass. Someone said crass. The former president called his shot on stage with Sean Hannity, declaring that he would win Iowa. I said, but it's true. We're going to win Iowa. All right. Also, some other highlights that come from the town hall meeting, uh, which Hannity hosted, Davenport, Iowa. And one was about the struggling uh, cognition of the current president. Trump said, I personally don't think he makes it, okay? I haven't said that. I'm saving this for the town hall. I've never really said it before. I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically, referring to Biden. And he added, uh, as he was joking about a previous instance in which Biden said he'd like to take Trump to the back of the bar, and he joked that— Biden would fall over if he simply blew on him. I personally don't think he makes it physically. I watched him at the beach. He wasn't able to lift a beach chair, which is meant for children. And mentally, I would say he's possibly equally as bad and maybe even worse, he's saying, than a a child. Also, uh, Hannity wanted him to take a pledge, never abuse power as retribution against anyone. You know, because the left is so run out of things and ideas to try to hurt Trump with. Now they're saying he's going to be a dictator. Anyway, he says, yeah, take that pledge, except for one day. I want to close the border and I want to drill, drill, drill. And Hannity said, well, that's not retribution. You're not going to be a dictator, right? He said, no, 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 no. Other than day one, we're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. Now, everybody gets that. But you knew the left was going to take advantage of that, do some fancy editing and make him look bad. And then Biden's campaign manager jumped right on it. Julie Chavez Rodriguez said Donald Trump has been telling us exactly what he will do if he's uh, reelected. And tonight he said he will be a dictator on day one. Americans should believe him. Oh, my goodness. Well, when he says he's going to secure the borders and drill, 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 you absolutely can believe him. The line about the dictatorship stuff, that's all from you lefty weirdos. Mm. The same ones who try to call him an authoritarian as he's the only one protecting the First and Second Amendment be, you know, from the constant onslaught of the Marxist lefties. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And Pete, good morning. Good morning. During the American Civil War, there was a Union general named Joseph Hooker. He was a great combat commander, but he was a braggart and a schemer and a political manipulator. He wanted to be put in command of the Army of the Potomac. And he was stupid enough to say that he thought the country needed a dictator. And President Lincoln, who was an extremely wise man, we all know that, he wrote Hooker a letter and he said, uh, he, he gave him the, the job and he said, you, you save the republic and I'll risk the dictatorship. And I would like to say the same thing to President Trump. We'll put you in there. You save the republic and we'll see what happens about the dictatorship. Thank you, Bob. There you go. Good stuff, Pete. Appreciate the history lesson as well. You know, it, it, just in case you're wondering, if, if you don't listen to the talk radio and you didn't watch Hannity last night, you, you may have forgotten or you haven't been told just how far ahead Trump is from the field. It seems like, you know, the media, 
doesn't seem to mention that a whole lot, do they? No. No. Uh, and that's, look, that's part of the deal. We gave Trump way too much attention in 16. That's how he won. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's pretend like he doesn't exist. Well, I got news for you. More polls have come out on Tuesday to show former President Donald Trump dominating the Republican primary field, crushing his nearest opponents in hypothetical head-to-head races in one poll and leading a field of six with two-thirds, two-thirds of support in another The surveys come ahead of the fourth Republican presidential uh, debate, which is scheduled for tonight, which Trump will not attend. He doesn't need to. And uh, but clearly Trump's got a huge lead and a huge lead against head to head with uh, Biden. Yep. Trump over Biden, 5347 amongst independents. Trump 55, Biden 45. That's right. Independents. Wow. So that does make for a happy hump day, Trump day. Hey, earlier in this hour at 8.05, we spoke with Congresswoman Kat Kamek, and she always has some great stuff to share with us. So if you missed it, why don't you download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Download that and and search for 97.3 The Sky, and that'll get you started. You can find that and other great podcasts as well. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on the sky. Hamas. You can rape women and pregnant women. The news that's trending. No circumstances that justify rape. That's who Hamas is. The news that's now. Talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida. By the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. The news station. Firing missiles at our troops. We will not tolerate attacks on American personnel. Listen live on the free Odyssey app. All the news you need for your day on 97.3 The Sky.